You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Our next guest. Oh, smooth. We love working with him. He's fun, and if you're in a bad mood, he's the guy you want to talk to. He might be the perfect fake doctor on a Browns Therapy Friday, uh, Browns Therapy Monday. Yeah. See, I was hoping that it was Friday already. I was ready for the weekend. Good idea. I was ready for the bills. Way to be. I've already fast-forwarded through the whole week. Let's go to the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. We bring in super friend to the show and also co-host of the Browns postgame on the Browns Radio Network with Jeff Phelps and the Browns pregame with yours truly. His name is Tyvis Paul. Hello, Tyvis. How are you? Tyvis. Hi, Andy. Jeffrey. Yeah. Hi, Jeffrey. I missed you. And you know what, Jeff? I they I don't want to tell you this, but somebody brought up the fact that every time you call the game, it's, they get blowed out. Yeah. <laughs> we we brought it up too, Tyvis. Coincidence? We I think not. So. <clears throat> <laughs> we gotta we gotta we gotta make sure Jim Donovan is protected. We gotta, gotta get him gotta back, go. man. He's gotta <laughs> be there for Buffalo. <laughs> I have a bad track record. Yes, he does. All right, Tyvis, uh tell us something good about yesterday's game. This is gonna be interesting. Go ahead. Something good about yesterday's game. It's over? Everybody, okay, good a lot, one. Of, a, a lot of people came out healthy. That was um that's always great. You know, that's, you know, the things that if you can go through the season and there's no real big injuries, that's always something that you can look forward to and you can build off of that. Um, outside of that, there's not really a whole lot, a lot of positives. You know, I thought Denzel came back and I thought he looked good for a guy who, you know, missed three weeks, three to four weeks due to a concussion. I thought he made play, made some plays on the ball when needed to be. Um Tyreek didn't have a crazy game, although they spreaded the ball around. You know, they they kind of limited him. He did have the one touchdown, but I think he only had like 40 yards. So, therefore, you know, they I think coming into this game, this is what it was. Okay, I'm going to tell you, I, I've been thinking about it. I had time to sleep on it, and this is what I came up with. When we go against these teams with, with great passing attacks, as a as a fan and as a as the people in the Browns organization, you would think – hey, we got to stop the passing game. So we spent all week trying to come up with ways on how we're going to stop the passing attack. And it has made us very subjective in the run game. So now teams are thinking, hey, it's a passing league, of course. But if we're playing the Cleveland Browns right now, they're not really good at stopping the run. So we're going to just abort our whole passing plan and just run the ball. That's been the key to the recipe to beating the Browns, and a lot of teams have stuck with it, and obviously they've had great results. What did you think yesterday of the ability to not stop the run? You know, Jeff Wilson, Raheem Mostert did a great job. We, we've seen it before, Tyvis. Is it scheme? Is it personnel? You know, what, what is it when it comes to stopping the run? Because we've all been looking well, at the defensive tackles and thinking, okay, maybe you need some guys who are stepping up there, and we haven't seen that. Well, yeah, we've been talking about that since before the season started, that, yeah. the, that they needed to address this defensive tackle position. And, you know, they obviously they would, they trusted the guys that they had, and so far they're reaping those. Uh, they're, they're, the reason where we're losing is because our defensive tackles aren't strong enough. When you have – when you want to go with undersized linebackers like they like the Browns do, because you want the speed, you want these guys to be able to be athletic, free flow to the ball, well, you have to have the defensive tackles 
that's going to keep the linemen, these 300-pound linemen, off of them. Because if you ask a 300-pound a lineman to go block a 220-pound linebacker, 90% of the time he's going to be able to do such a thing once he makes contact and gets hands on them. It's hard for us to get off blocks. So you need the defensive tackles to be good enough to eat up double teams. Well, to me, I think that these defensive tackles are getting handled in one-on-one blocks, and it's allowing these linemen to push up to the next level and make plays on our linebackers. So that's why they're not being able to make plays on the ball. Um, people ask, well, how do you fix it? And at this point, you have to – you know, the roster's pretty much what it is. There's no trades you can make. There's no really big significant free agents out there that you can get unless you can get them in Dominican Sioux or something like that. But, you know, he wants to go to a contender, and right now the Browns don't look like a contender. So how do you fix it? I think you have to go out and you have to you have to run some stunts. Um, you have to bring, send some pressure down the middle because if you watched the game yesterday, you know, Jadavion and Miles, they did a pretty good job um, trying to get some edge rush. But what did Tua do when they did that? He just stepped up in the pocket where he had all this time in the world. And you need defensive tackles to be at least – be able to get a hand into his face or make him move. But every time he stepped up in the pocket, it was all the time he needed to throw the pass and he made completion. What do you think about what's going on in the in the locker room right now? Like there are a lot of people that think at the end, now maybe it was because the game was out of hand a little bit, that this team may have quit at the end of the game. I, there, I, I, felt, I felt that way. Okay. So what? I, how, how does that play then? How does that play in the locker room? Well, you need your leadership to come up and tell. Somebody – Nobody gets aggressive, well, on, to me, at least on the field. It don't seem like nobody comes out, where's the leadership? Like, who is the guy? As, why is this acceptable? You know, a, a, co- a great coach of mine by the name of Luke Fickle hmm. came out and said that if a player does something on the field, it's one of two reasons. It's either, he's either being coached that way or, he, or the coach is allowing it to happen. And right now, they're allowing people to do these things because I don't think necessarily the coaches say, hey, give up on these plays and, you know, don't finish games. There's no way in the world. If that's the case, then everybody, then it needs to be some serious changes. So they're allowing it to happen, and there seems to be no consequence, you know. Like, do you go out there and, you know, bench players, or do you – why is this acceptable? Why are they allowing this to happen? That's the, that's the question that I – for the day that I can't seem to figure out. Um, you need some leadership out there. Who's the guy that's going to step up and, and, and demand excellence out of his teammates? You know, you need somebody to come out and say, hey, this is unacceptable. Y'all out here not making no plays. We're not playing with no passion. What's the biggest difference between Monday night's game against Cincinnati and the Dolphins? They In Monday night game, you've seen them cheering, celebrating, having fun, and enjoying each other out there. Like yesterday, you didn't see none of that. I don't think we seen one celebration on defense that whole entire game. And it looks like that, you know, it was kind of just going through the motions at times. So you need somebody to demand excellence out of these guys and, um, yeah, make them play up to their standards. Tyvis Powell joining us, Browns Radio Network. With what you just said, Tyvis, does that come from players? Does that come from your peers? You know, you played high school, college, NFL do the coaches need to provide that inspiration or does that need to come from within? Well, it starts, the coaches set the culture. You know, every coach comes into the program and he, he establishes what the culture of this team is going to be. After that, it goes, it trickles down to the leaders of the team. And the leaders of the team is the ones that, because you obviously a coach can say it, but when a player, when it comes from your peer, for some reason it means more to you. 
And right now, we I don't know exactly who the peer is, who's the leader on that defense or, or on the offense, who's going to step up and be that vocal leadership. I keep I continue to say that the biggest mistake that I thought they made was letting just Landry go because he was a guy who, you know, held people accountable. He wasn't afraid to say, speak up when it, when things needed to be said. Right now, I don't know who that guy is, and it, it's truly being missed in that locker room. So, and it's not too late. You know, Miles said something yesterday in his post game. You know, they were saying, <clears throat> you know, what is realistically, how do you feel your chances are of making it to the playoffs? Like, is this season savable? And he was saying that, um, it looks bad, but it's not impossible. So that's that's a great key. That that's true. It's not impossible, but you have to find a way to get this team on track. And I seen Stefanski come out today and say that we have to do a better job. Everybody in this building have to do a better job of putting people in position to win. <laughs> and I know as fans, we're tired of hearing the same thing week in and week out. Like y'all need to start applying it. Like at some time, at this point, it seems like it's just words. You know, they just say the same thing over and over. And I think that's what's making people frustrated is that they're saying the right things, but we're not seeing the results on Sunday. And they need to find a way to get it done because over these Latin, these these three games, we wanted to go at least two and one. Well, that's still – it's still doable. You can still go two and one. Obviously, the Bills is um, facing some injuries as with Josh Allen. They're on a losing streak. I, did you know Josh Allen's leading the league in interceptions right now? Did you? I didn't know that, but yeah, he's had a rough so, couple of fourth quarters here. Yeah, so he looks vulnerable. They look like they got a little bit of the the Browns early season syndrome right now. Can't finish games, and they need to capitalize. If they can find a way to win this game, I think they can win their they can win the season back. They can win their fan base back, and they can win the team back. But they have to find a way to come together this week. And, and sacrifice everything, time, whatever it takes. Whatever it takes to win this game, you have to do it because this is one of those ones where it's another one of those crossroad games. If you lose, everybody's going to be like, all right, this season's over with. It's just another year. But if you win, it brings momentum and it's sparked back into this organization and it brings people still afloat and you still have a chance. Tyvis, as always, we love talking to you and we look forward to talking to you on Sunday when we uh... – when we do the pregame show and the postgame show with you. So thanks, Tyvis. Well, you never know with the postgame show. Jeff Jeff is too big time for me now. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but, wow. Andy, I love seeing you. I'll see you Sunday for sure. I'm Mr. Constant. Thank you, Tyvis. Appreciate you, man. Hey, there's uh, consistency right there. That's right. Tyvis, talk to you soon, man. Thank, Thank you, Tyvis. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.